Hello, and welcome to Quite Audacious with Amanda Swiger. I'm a self-made, rebellious and bold, multi-six-figure photographer whose deep belief in doing things my own way is why I have been so successful. I'm taking my love of audacity and bringing you answers to your actual questions about all things related to building a life and business you love, all for free, because I know the power of information in the hands of audacious folks just like you who are ready to chase their dreams. Alongside answering your questions, I'll be sharing in-the-moment riffs, honest conversations about owning your own business, and give you a behind-the-curtain look at everything I've done to put my business to what it is today. If you've got a question you'd like me to answer, simply DM it to me on Instagram at the Amanda Swiger. Nothing is off the table here, friends. So pull up a seat and let's audaciously build the money-making business you love. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Quite Audacious. If you've been around my world for a while, you're going to be like, wait a second. I thought Quite Audacious was your podcast. It is. I just wanted to take the work that I've been doing over in that podcast for the last year and update how I'm going about it. I have loved doing that podcast, and so many people have loved listening to it. It's got over 3,000 downloads, which is wild to me that that many people have loved the podcast. Um, but I wanted to kind of merge a few different things in my world into a way that I thought would be beneficial for the people who are listening to this and also give you more ways to learn from me. I find that I personally love listening to podcasts. I don't necessarily want to see a head talking to a screen, but I know that that is not true for everyone. A lot of people love being able to see my face and listen to me, uh, and watch me at the same time while they're working. So I wanted to kind of take what we've been doing with the podcast and expand it and also sort of mix in something that has been doing really well inside of V-Day. If you're not familiar with what V-Day is, it is my all-inclusive educational vault for photographers. We have so many trainings in there. And one of the most popular parts of V-Day is my Voxer broadcast. What's a Voxer broadcast? Great question. It is where every single month on your phone, you can download the Voxer app and tune in as I answer questions from people inside V-Day about life, business, what I would do in their situation. And the questions are all things that are related to their actual business. I do a little deep diving if I can on what who they are, what their business looks like, and try to answer things in a personal way. I know that this industry can feel a little cold sometimes and that a lot of times educators don't necessarily answer things personally. And I get it. You're one person, you're running a giant empire. But for me in this season of my business, I want to be someone who can provide answers and support in the best way I know how. And that is me just sharing what I know and answering your questions. So every single week, you're going to be able to tune in here inside of this portal and get brand new videos. You can also listen to these on the podcast. Over on the podcast, there are some just for them episodes. Um, and I want to encourage you to listen to this however you desire. Every single week, I'm going to be jumping into questions that y'all have submitted to me and uh, occasionally going on some rants that maybe weren't submitted to me, but I feel like are appropriate. Um, and if you have a question, as the intro to this mentioned, all you have to do is submit it to me at the Amanda Swiger on Instagram, and we will make sure I have seen that. And if it feels like something I can answer, you'll probably find my answer to it on an upcoming episode of Quite Audacious. So how is this going to work? Great question. I'm just going to read you the question. And I'm going to kind of riff on what my answer to that would be. I 
really love so many of the questions y'all have already submitted to me. I uh, opened this up to past clients of mine, people inside V-Day, and then I also pulled some of the questions from the V-Day Voxer broadcast, and I'm going to be answering them here as well. If you are listening to this and are like, okay, I love this, uh, but I also want to join V-Day, we are still offering a very, very special promotion. All you need to do is DM me on Instagram and say the word quite, well, phrase quite audacious, and I will get you all of the info. Okay, so let's dive right in. The very first question I'm going to kick this thing off with is, should I offer incentives to clients who refer me? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I think this is really powerful for portrait, maternity, newborn, new, 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 newborn, <laughs> newborn photographers, but really can be used for any genre. I think that for my boudoir business, my referral program has been one of the biggest keys to my success. Um, and it doesn't really cost me all that much to allow my clients to brag on how much they loved working with me. Uh, for me, what I've always done is that anybody, regardless of what they've hired me for, if they refer somebody to me who books with me uh, and mentions their name, they get a $300 product or session credit. I made this a pretty high amount. You don't have to do it this high. I have somebody who works with me one-on-one who does $100. Uh, that also works. I think it very much depends on what your goal is and how your business is structured. For me, $300 off of a wedding package, not that big of a deal. Um, and then like, or a $300 product credit for somebody who's done a boudoir session with me, their product is not going to equate to that $300 and what I'm having to pay for it. That is a win-win in my mind. They feel really awesome that they're getting something that they want or credit towards coming back and doing another session with me. Um, but I don't necessarily, I'm not like spending hundreds of dollars to fulfill my end of that. My rules for doing this are that their like the inquiry that I get from their referral has to say their name in the inquiry. Um, so I have a spot right on my in, like in, inquiry form that says they were like, were you referred to me by anyone? And they can put their name there. If I get your name and that person ends up booking with me and actually does their session, that is when they get their credit. Um, for me, credits don't expire. I personally, that's just how I wanted to do it. Uh, I think that most people would probably want to have an expiration date on that. If I maybe had a different setup to my business and had clients who abused this, maybe I would put an expiration date on it. I just have never had to. So that's where I'm at. Maybe I've just been really lucky there. Um, most people, honestly, as soon as they get the credit, use it right away, which is what I want them to be doing. Um, or I've had people bank them specifically for boudoir for future shoots. So I have a girl right now who knows that I'm about to drop a special for my birthday. I drop a birthday special every year. She has, I believe it is $1,200 banked up. Um, and so she's like, I'm basically going to get my session for free. Um, and I was like, I love that. I do many sessions every year on my birthday. They're usually around $1,100. So she's a-okay and happy with that. And for me, that $1,200, that means she has sent me four clients who spent thousands of dollars with me. I'm happy with that. The number, the amount of credit you give them is really up to you. Uh, I don't necessarily think that there's a right amount or a wrong amount. You just want it to be an amount that they feel awesome when they get it. I've also seen this work really well instead of giving them an amount of money off of giving them uh, extra images if you are an IPS photographer. Uh, so if somebody like you refer somebody and they book with you, say you didn't buy your whole collection. I know a photographer that gives them five additional digitals down the line. So it's just like, hey, we're gonna hop on a quick Zoom call. 
you know, do you have any other images you want? They'll pick their five, boom, blum, done. Whole thing maybe takes 20 minutes. And because for her specifically, when we were talking through this working one-on-one, -on -one, I was like, I love this because then people are now rethinking about their session and probably wanting to book one. Uh, so I actually helped her create an incentive for anybody uh, off the back end of that if they want to book another session as well. Um, so there are a lot of different ways you can do this. But to me, uh, I love giving my clients incentives and I love them being incentives that have to do with my business. Now, I know people who will be like, you know, if you're a wedding photographer and you want to offer an incentive, maybe giving them a gift card or something on the back end, that works too. I just want them to think of my business when they're referring me and to get something from me specifically. Um, and like I said, I have had a couple wedding clients who, uh, actually one uh, couple that sent me nine bookings for weddings. Well, seven bookings for weddings and then two boudoir sessions from the same couple, which is pretty crazy pants. Uh, I gave them their album for free. I actually, they, I gave them more than what they technically had credit for, but I wanted them to feel like they were, I was so grateful for those referrals. And you know what's great? They're still sending me clients. Not always the best fit, or I'm not always available for their date. But to me, I don't know. That works really well for me. Uh, my suggestion to you would be figure out what feels really good to you, try it, and then always be open to shifting and changing things uh, depending on how that works for you. All right, I'm going to jump into our second question for today. And that is, I'm just going to read it to y'all. I really love boudoir and have thought about adding that to what I offer. I'm a maternity and newborn photographer with a studio. And I feel like I could pretty, pretty easily add that in. What advice would you give me for getting started in boudoir? Okay, I have a lot of thoughts here. Um, this person I just adore. She just got uh, finished up in my round one of my mastermind. And so we... I've been so just proud of her and the way that she's been like shifting her business in the way she offers things for her maternity and newborn uh, clients. And I was like, I love that you want to add boudoir. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, so since you already have a studio, you probably understand how to work in it. Um, my guess would be just in knowing her business, but I'll try to answer this a little broadly. So it applies to more people. Um, you're not going to be somebody who is starting over and has no idea how the light is going to be in your space, how you want to light things in your space, all of that stuff. So you're kind of a leg up if you already have a studio from another genre. Um, I would say keep that in mind when you're designing your sets for boudoir. Do you want to have something that's completely mobile, like a, like an air mattress, and then using furniture you already have for your newborn and maternity stuff? Do you want to have an entirely different set in your studio? Take what you know of your space and how it shoots and apply that to how you create a boudoir set inside of it. Uh, is there, you know, certain areas that have bad light? Maybe don't set your boudoir studio there. Um, maybe you know that certain colors don't, you know, do so well in there. You know, what can you use to help counteract that? I know specifically for me, like my last studio, <laughs> the blue cast was real. I had a lot of big windows. So everything in my studio always felt very blue, drove me bananas. Um, and so one of the things I did was kind of went to the opposite side of the color wheel and brought in a lot of warm tones to help counteract that. And that worked out really well for me. So take what you know of your studio and apply that to your new business. If you've never, ever done a boudoir session, my personal, and this is my opinion, you don't have to agree with me. My opinion would be start with at least a few sessions for free. These could be past clients of yours. These could be friends of yours. I don't think it really matters, 
But for me, I think boudoir is a totally different genre in the sense that you are holding somebody's confidence in your hands. For this particular person, I know that her maternity work is less boudoir-y and more kind of studio maternity. So there's definitely going to be a bit of a learning curve in figuring out what poses you want to do, how you communicate those poses to your clients, and how do you kind of course correct when they're not necessarily doing what you want or something doesn't look the way you wanted it to without making them feel any kind of negative way about their body. Uh, For me, I think the best way to do that is uh, to just try stuff and figure it out in the moment. Um, And I just am one of my pieces of my integrity. And if this is not you, I'm not saying I'm right. This is just how I view it. Um, is that if I'm going to be trying something and possibly offending someone, I just don't really want to be doing that and getting paid for it when I just want to be able to have some freedom to do that. If you're somebody who's like, I have no problem getting paid doing that. Great. Do that. Um, but for me, I think that because we're working with somebody's confidence and we want to, you know, have this be an uplifting, positive experience doing a few sessions for free or even a a significant discount is a really great way because obviously you're already, if you have a studio, uh, you you have a talent for photography. Um, The other thing I would say too, is that I think that when you're starting in a new genre, starting on a smaller scale is really great. Um, One of my one-to-one clients is also going through the same process where she is jumping into boudoir after doing weddings for many years. And one of the things I kind of worked her through is starting with mini sessions, partly because you can deliver a lot inside a smaller session, but you don't feel this overwhelming need to have an entire hour and a half worth of poses in your head. Doing like a 30 minute session is a hell of a lot easier than doing a longer session, especially if you already have the basics of photography figured out. Um, In that same kind of vein, Start small with the number of poses. It is impossible to memorize like 100 poses in your head right out the gate. Okay, maybe not impossible, but very difficult. So start with 10 to 12 core poses. For me, a core pose is something that I can do more than one place, whether that's so maybe if it's laying down, they could be laying on a couch, a floor, a bed, um, and that I can shoot with, you know, different variations. Maybe their eyes closed, hands in slightly different places. But those 10 to 12 poses, if you were to do them over the course of a session, you're going to have a good gallery for your clients that's diverse and has a bit of difference. As you get more comfortable, add in more core poses. At this time, I would say that I probably have like 40 main poses, maybe 45, that I kind of have variations of depending on the client, what they're desiring, what they're insecure about, all of those sorts of things, if they're flexible and not flexible. Um, But start with some really core poses and go from there. If you're like, Amanda, I don't even know how to make a core pose. I don't even have it. The first idea, I am just going to tell you that inside of V-Day, there are 15 posing apps. There are two, almost, there'll be three. And probably by the time you're watching this video, uh, three posing guides that walk you through the language that I use to communicate to my clients what I'm desiring them to do. And then there are also behind the scenes videos where you get to watch me with actual clients. I'm not talking to the camera. I am just doing what I would do if you weren't there. And you can kind of start to see what it is that I do. Um, I love V-Day for this reason, because it is just everything somebody would need to get started. And I'm always adding to it. So that is my one little plug I'll give you for today. But I would definitely say that if you're somebody who is wanting to jump into that world and has a studio, um, I would honestly, my best suggestion to you would be find somebody who you have a relationship with, 
probably somebody you photographed before. Get them to come into your studio, put on an outfit, and then just kind of play around. Like, do you like the bed here? Do you like this kind of light? What kind of poses sort of come to you naturally? Use the posing guides and the posing apps. Um, there's even one inside of this vault down below um, that is totally free. You can have that app right on your phone um, that'll walk you through some poses and give you some inspiration. You can also look at other photographers' work and kind of gain ideas there. But I would start and just play around, give yourself freedom to try and no expectation of actually being able to deliver a gallery to somebody, see what you enjoy and go from there. All right, y'all. That is the very first episode here on Quite Audacious. And I am just so excited to be doing these twice a week here uh, for the next foreseeable future. And I'll see you back here next time. All right. Bye, y'all.